We are sponsored by Raise Energy, powered by the enhanced refresh technology. Raise Energy delivers with a performance-enhancing energy drink that aids in the most often overlooked categories. Raise Energy targets focus, enhances your recovery time, improves clean energy levels, and boosts your stamina and hydration. Most importantly, each single can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates, which that gives you a smarter and more healthier option. You should not have to settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbs than you can count. Opt for the number one fan-voted energy drink on the market today with Raise Energy. If you want to get yourself a can of Raise Energy, go to repsports.com, R-E-P-P, sports.com. Use my promo code HPP1000, HPP1000 at checkout, and you will receive a generous discount. superstar Brad Paisley has released 12 studio albums, three compilation albums, and of over 40 singles. 21 of those singles have topped the country airplay charts and a streak of 10 consecutive back-to-back number one songs. But before we get into the entire Brad Paisley catalog and discography and we figure out what my opinion of the best Brad Paisley album and what just the country music world in general thinks the best Brad Paisley album is, we need to go back and figure out who exactly Brad Paisley is, the human. So Brad Douglas Paisley was born on October 28, 1972 in Glendale, West Virginia to Doug and Sandy Paisley. After graduating John Marshall High School in 1991, Brad studied two years at West Liberty State College. He was then awarded a scholarship to Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee, which is where he majored in music business and received a Bachelor of Business Administration degree. While in college, he met a man by the name of Frank Rogers, who was also a student and would then soon become his lifelong music producer. Paisley also met his fellow co-writers Kelly Loveless and Chris Dubois there as well. A week after graduating from Belmont University, Brad Paisley signed a songwriting contract with EMI Music Publishing. A songwriting contract is a contract where you are ordered to write songs and get paid to do so. While there, he wrote Dave Kirsch's top five single, Another You. And now we're getting into the discography of Brad Paisley. We did just a little bit of background of the man himself. So we're going to go right now to Who Needs Pictures, which is the first album from Brad Paisley. So Paisley then signed with the label Arista Nashville and released his debut single, Who Needs Pictures. Three months after releasing his first single, he made his debut on the Grand Ole Opry. And then seven months after that, he had his very first number one song with he didn't have to be, and here's a little bit of that. Looking back, all I can say about all the things he did for me. Cause I hope I'm at 
the damn that he didn't have to be. The album, which was titled Who Needs Pictures, also produced a top 20 hit with the song Me Neither, as well as his second number one hit song, We Danced, and here is We Danced. We danced out there on that empty hardwood floor. Chairs up and the lights turn way down low. February of 2001, the album would then be certified platinum. In late 2000, Brad Paisley won the ACM, which is Academy of Country Music, award for new male vocalist. Then, on February 17, 2001, at just 28 years old, Brad Paisley was invited to be a member of the Grand Ole Opry. So, if we're looking at the dates here, February was a big month in the year of 2001 for Brad Paisley. His album was certified platinum, and then he was invited to be a member of the Grand Ole Opry, and that is one of the highest honors you could ever receive for a country music artist like Brad Paisley himself. Brad Paisley is one of my all-time favorites. That's why I decided to do this. I was nervous to do this because I couldn't, didn't think I could be able to give Brad Paisley the justice that he deserves. On May 29, 2001, Brad Paisley would release his second album entitled Part 2. The title of the album was inspired by the movie Father of the Bride Part 2. This was the follow-up to the movie he went to see on a first date several years before the release of the first album. When the sequel was released, they had long broken up, but Paisley couldn't and would not stop thinking about this woman. Wondering if she'd be there in the exact same theater and then falling in love was on Brad's mind at the time. Though his plan didn't work out, Paisley channeled the hurt by writing a song with his best friend Kelly Loveless. Paisley stated in an interview that the two of them had started talking and the line just come out. Hollywood never fails to make a sequel and why can't love be like that? He then thought that part two would be a great title for a sophomore album as well as a great concept for a song. To make the sequel theme work, Paisley started the album the exact same way the first one ended, with strings playing the hymnal in the garden. The album then went on to succeed platinum status in the United States and land three top ten singles, Two People Fell in Love, which landed at number four, wrapped around at number two, I Wish You Stay at number seven, as well as his second number one hit song, I'm Gonna Miss Her. Well, I'm gonna miss her I get home Right now I'm on this lake shore And I'm Brad's third studio album, entitled Mud on the Tires, was released in the summer of 2003, landing the top spot on Billboard's top country albums. The 17-track album included the 1988 Vern Gosden song, Is It Raining at Your House, as well as two skits that featured the likes of Bill Anderson, George Jones, and Little Jimmy Dickens, just to name a few. Paisley wrote the Cigar Song, about an urban legend of a man who purchases expensive cigars and then takes insurance out on them, smokes them, and then asks for the insurance money after claiming they were lost in a series of small fires. All four of the singles that were released from the Muddle and Tires album were hit songs. Celebrity, number three, Little Moments, hitting number two, Whiskey Lullaby, also taking number three, as well as his number one title track, 
mud on the tires. Here is a little bit of mud on the tires. Get a little mud on the tires. Cause it's a good night. The album itself is certified two times platinum by the RIAA. While Whiskey, Whiskey Lullaby and Mud on the Tires have achieved the gold certification. After touring with Reba and Terry Clark on the Two Hats and a Redhead tour, Brad released his fourth album called Time Well Wasted. The first single from the album, Alcohol, peaked at number four on the country airplay charts. After that came the powerful duet with Dolly Parton, When I Get Where I'm Going, which became Paisley's fifth number one song as well as Dolly's. 25th. This also made Dolly the oldest female artist to have a number one song on the country charts. Here is a little bit of one of my favorite Brad Paisley songs, When I Get Where I'm Going. Yeah, when I get where I'm going There'll be only happy tears I will shed the sins and struggles I have carried all these years I'll leave my heart wide open I will love and have no fear Yeah, when I get where I'm going Don't cry for me down here The third single, The World, was Brad's highest debuting single when it entered the charts at 37 and then became his sixth number one song. That's alright, that's okay You don't feel important, honey, all I got to say is to the world Rounding it off with She's Everything, which was Brad's seventh number one and his third consecutive back-to-back -back number one single. Here is a little bit of another one of my favorites, She's Everything. Everything I ever wanted Everything I need I talk about her, I go on and on and on The album, Time Well Wasted, won the CMA Album of the Year in 2006 and is also certified two times platinum. Fifth Gear, Paisley's fifth studio album from our wrist to Nashville, was released on June 19, 2007. The first four singles released all claim the top prize on Country Airplay. Ticks, Online, Letter to Me, and I'm Still a Guy gave Paisley seven straight number one songs. The fifth and final single from the album, Waiting on a Woman, was a reissued version of the song which was originally featured on the previous Time Well Wasted album. On September 20th, 2008, it became Paisley's 12th number one single as well as his 8th consecutive number one hit single, which at that time made him the artist with the most consecutive number one country singles. Yeah, she'll take her time, but I don't mind waiting on a woman. The following year, he was nominated for three Grammy Awards, including Best Country Album, Best Country Collaboration, and Best Country Instrumental, which he won for the song Throttle Neck. Fifth Gear is certified platinum. So after the success of the instrumental Throttle Neck, the instrumental concept album, which became his sixth album entitled Play, the guitar album, was released. 
The album mostly consists of instrumental tracks, except for five vocal tracks. One of those tracks includes Start a Band, which was a duet with country music superstar Keith Urban. That was released to country radio and became his 13th number one and his ninth consecutive number one song. At the 51st Grammy Awards, the instrumental track Cluster Puck won for Best Country Instrumental Performance. January of 2009, Brad Paisley announced that he would embark on another tour named the American Saturday Night Tour with Dirk Bentley and Jimmy Wayne opening. His seventh studio album from Arista Nashville, American Saturday Night, was released on June 30th, 2009. The lead single off of the album, Then, which was released in March of that same year, became Paisley's 14th number one song and 10th in a row. Now you're my whole life Now you're my whole world I just can't believe The way I feel about you, girl Like a river meets the sea Stronger than it's ever been We've come so far since that day And I thought I loved you Less than a month after that album's release, Paisley was invited to play for President Obama and the First Lady Michelle Obama to celebrate country music. His second and third singles, Welcome to the Future and American Saturday Night, ended Paisley's run of number one hits, both stalling at the number two spot on the country airplay charts. The fourth and final single, Water, reclaimed the number one spot on the airplay charts and is one of Paisley's greatest songs to date. The album is certified gold by the RIAA. On the 44th CMA Awards, Brad Paisley debuted his new song, This Is Country Music, which would go on to reach the number two spot, failing to claim his next number one hit, and which would be the title of his eighth album from Marissa Nashville. The album contains numerous collaborations with Don Henley, Sheryl Crow, Blake Shelton, Marty Stewart, Carrie Underwood, Clint Eastwood, Larry the Cable Guy, and Alabama. Three of those collaborations would be released as singles to the album. Old Alabama, featuring the band Alabama, came first and took the number one spot, making it Paisley's 19th number one. Next was the Carrie Underwood and Paisley smash, Remind Me, which would go also go on to the number one spot and is the biggest crossover single, hitting number 17 on all the genres Billboard Hot 100 chart in all of Paisley's career. Camouflage with Larry the Cable Guy was released to radio, but only managed to stag number 15 on the country airplay charts, making this Paisley's first single to miss the top 10 since Me Neither in the mid-2000s. This is Country Music, the album, is certified by the RIAA as gold. Wheelhouse is the ninth studio album from 
Paisley and Arista Nashville, and it's also the first album to not be produced by Frank Rogers, but by Brad himself. Every song on the album touches on various aspects, such as the lead single, Southern Comfort Zone, which stalled out at 10, with xenophobia, domestic violence with the song Karate, racism with one of my personal favorite Brad songs, Accidental Racist featuring LL Cool J, Religion with Those Crazy Christians, just to name a few. Beat This Summer, which was the album's second official single, was considered at the time to be the perfect summer anthem. The single did better than the first, but not by much, as it claimed the number nine spot on Country Airplay. The final two singles didn't do too hot at all. I Can't Change the World and The Mona Lisa only snagged number 33 and 24, respectively. Though the album claimed the number one spot on the top country albums, it has yet to be certified gold nor platinum. Now, as we get to the final two albums from Brad Paisley, I would just like to say this. Um, this is very unusual for me to say, but my honest opinion, Brad Paisley's albums have just gotten better with every album release. And that's different, and that's very crazy and weird for me to say because... A lot of albums are special to you, and then that next album they put out is like a big disappointment. Like It was like Kiss, you know, and kind of Nirvana a little bit, Lionel Richie after he released the first two smashes, and then, you know, I wasn't really a fan of Dancing on the Ceiling that much. Um, but Brad Paisley has consecutively put out these albums that I find are smashed. And here's the crazy part. These last two albums that Brad Paisley has has put out I think are his two best and I will give my explanations afterwards so the 10th album from Brad Paisley which is produced by himself and Luke Wooten by Arista Nashville Moonshine in the Trunk became Paisley's 8th album to snag the number one spot on Billboard's country albums chart the first single released from the album was Riverbank it was made digitally available on April 6, 2014, after Paisley's performance of the song at the annual ACM Awards. The song peaked at number two on Country Airplay chart behind Dirk Bentley's smash hit, Drunk on a Plane. On July 26, Paisley tweeted that he was going to release a preview of the whole album and that his label did not know it. The joke continued with Paisley posting previews of songs from the album and simulating a feud with his label. He also posted a remix of the album's first single, Riverbank, featuring Colt Ford. The tracks Perfect Storm, Crushing It, Country Nation, and Shattered Glass were released as promotional singles in the advance of the album's release, all of which charted at number 45, 46, 37, and number 44, respectively, on the Hot Country Songs chart. Perfect Storm was released on September 2nd, 2014 as the album's official second single, and it reached number one on the Billboard Country Airplay chart. The third single, Crushing It, was released on January 26, 2015 and ended its run as another top 10 song for Brad Paisley, landing at number 9. The fourth single, Country Nation, was released September 14, 2015 and ended with the number 12 spot on the country radio airplay charts. Oh 
That girl right there's the perfect storm. The latest album, which happens to be Paisley's 11th album, called Love and War, was originally intended lead single was Without a Fight, which was a duet with major pop singer Demi Lovato, which it wound up not even making the album's final track listing. The first single to be included on the album, though, is Today, which landed number three on the airplay charts. Paisley co-produced the album again with Luke Wooten. Included on the album are collaborations with Mick Jagger, John Fogarty, Timbaland, and Bill Anderson. The song, Gold All Over the Ground, Gold. <laughs> the song, Gold All Over the Ground, is based on a poem written by Johnny Cash in his collection, Forever Words. In April of 2017, Paisley released a visual version of the album, which features music videos for every song, working into a singular narrative. It is Paisley's first album not to feature an instrumental track. Love and War debuted number one on Billboard's Top Country Albums chart and at number 13 on the U.S. Billboard 200, selling 26,000 in pure sale copies in the United States, making a total of 29,000 equivalent album units, including tracks and streams. It has sold 71,200 copies in the U.S. as of December of 2017. These, I have not seen any updates for, for those sales. The album has been met with positive critical reception, with most critics showing favor toward the collaborative tracks and Paisley's use of humor. Will Herms of the Rolling Stone rated the album 3 out of 5 stars. He praised the classic rock influences of the title track and Drive of Shame, which also considering selfie, hashtag, the internet is forever entertaining. The final two singles from Love and War which were Last Time for Everything in Heaven South, charted number 19 and number 48, respectively. So, I think within the albums... I'm pick my microphone up. But I think Brad Paisley found his niche in the albums because in, for example, my first Brad Paisley album I owned was Mud on the Tires. I was obsessed with Whiskey Lullaby when it came out. I didn't play it here because there's a lot of songs, and I'm not going to play all the songs. I just wanted to hit the number one songs and the ones that I love truly. Um, I was obsessed with Whiskey Lullaby for a while, and Mud on the Tires, like I said, had the song on it, and I had that album on repeat. And I was sitting there listening to the album as a, I don't even when it, when did it came out, and Mud on the Tires came out in 2003. I was five or six. And I remember thinking, this album is so stupid. Some of these songs are so stupid. But then when you grow up and you listen to these albums back and he continues the comedy in the albums, you realize how brilliant it is because there's no other that I can think of country singer, country star that is doing this on a yearly or an album basis. There's an album, uh, the album Moonshine of the Trunk, which I think is probably, that could probably be my favorite Brad Paisley album, even though it's right there with Love and War, and I'll explain that in a second why. Um, it's crazy because on the album there's a song called, uh, it's with Carrie Underwood, and... It talks about how it's just this crazy story of these 
this family growing up, it's called High Life. And if you go and listen to it, it's about this family that are is broke. And then grandpa dies and then leaves money for the family. And then they become thousandaires. And they blow it on a trampoline and, a, and, and whatever else. And then, you know, and then the second verse is like, mom slipped on a patch of ice at the Chick-fil-A. We got free chicken for the rest of our lives plus $10,000. <laughs> and then the third, and I think the third verse is 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 brilliant in itself. The whole song is great. But I think the third verse is probably the best verse in all of Brad Paisley uh, albums and discography and singles is which this wasn't a single and and i understand why because it wasn't you know clicked enough to be a single um but the third verse of high life is basically talking about how his sister wrote a poem in school and next thing he knows he hears a carrie underwood song on the radio and it sounds just like the poem that his sister wrote and he winds up suing Carrie Underwood, and then at the end, Carrie Underwood comes in and sings the chorus. It, it's crazy, and it's absolutely fantastic. And <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it's funny because it's crazy how these things can can just do that. You know, it's it's awesome how that how that works. Because a lot of people don't listen to albums and they miss out on a lot of and they miss out on a lot of songs that you wouldn't necessarily hear because it's no longer cool to listen to albums. But my favorite album is Love and War. I love it so much. There's two songs in there about Johnny Cash, and I absolutely adore Johnny Cash, and that album is perfect for me um there's a song on there called one beer can and you're thinking it's either about what one beer can do or just one beer can but he actually winds up flipping it on you and you're like oh my god i, I love that so much i actually think love and war is my favorite brad paisley album which is his latest and like i said it's crazy and i was going to talk about this because from who needs pictures to part two to uh, mud on the tires time of wasted fifth gear Taking play out of the whole catalog of Brad Paisley, the albums, in my opinion, just continually and constantly get better. I don't know if he's doing it on purpose as if I have to beat my old self up because this album has to be greater than the rest of them. Because a lot of people will go, this album uh, is the story of my life. It's better than the first album. Well, they have to say that in order to sell albums. But I really think Brad Paisley believes that, and he wants to make the other albums better than the rest. Because I, I think they get consistently better with every release. So I, that's probably a little shabby for me to say the, the Love and War, the, the latest album from Brad Paisley, is my favorite. But I'm also coming on here and not lying. That is my absolute favorite. But what is the best Brad Paisley try saying Brad Paisley 12 times fast I promise you I've had to stop this recording like 15 times and do retakes Brad Paisley is hard to talk when you're reading notes and you're saying it 10 times over and over I promise you Brad Paisley is not an easy thing to say over and over but if you're looking at the consistency of which album did better in terms of sales well, you're looking at two albums. 
you're looking at mud on the tires and you're looking at time well wasted. Mud on the tires and time well wasted were in there together as Brad Paisley was in his prime. But then you're also looking at Fifth Gear, which had some hits. America Saturday Night, this country music. He was not done. Sure, he hasn't had a hit single in a while, but I don't think that takes place of this guy is still money. Like, you know, you could release an album with Brad Paisley and know you're going to get airplay with a single, you know. But I want to know what you guys think about my list of the best Brad Paisley albums as we went through the whole discography of, and we also talked about Brad Paisley's life, um, which, who do you guys want to see next? We just did, we've done Brad Paisley, Guns N' Roses, Craig Morgan. We've done a lot, a, a lot, but it's a lot for me. We've done Kiss. I want to know, who do you guys want me to do next? Do you want me to do Lionel Richie? I'm not going to do no freaking Aerosmith because that's hard for me. I already know what my favorite album is, but I'm not going to go back and listen to 40 albums. I'm not going to do George Strait. I'm not doing... I did Kiss, and that was the worst mistake I ever made because I was listening to Kiss like nonstop for at least a month and a half to two months because I was really trying to listen to the albums. I'm not doing that again. No way, no how. But who do you guys want to see next? What is your favorite Brad Paisley album? That's it, I guess. I don't really have nothing else to say. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And as always, enjoy Round List, and we'll catch you guys on the next one.